We've been talking an awful lot about the Canadian military over the last few days, owing to the fact that we had this incursion into our airspace and then Justin Trudeau had to figure out what we were going to do about it in consultation with the Americans and ultimately it was American warplanes that shot the thing down. That has a lot of people thinking about our armed forces and our air force and whether or not we're really up to snuff or whether or not we simply rely now and plan to rely forever on the generosity of the Americans and their own need, which is they don't need for anybody to be messing with Canada because it's almost like messing with the U.S. For some insight on this, former member of the Canadian Armed Forces, Mark Tui, News Talk 1010 host, is here. Mark, it's good to have you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. So, like pretty well every other workforce, it would seem that personnel issues are creating some challenges for our Air Force. Yeah, the Air Force, uh, like the entire Canadian Forces Army and Navy, are struggling to be able to uh, keep all of the occupations, all of the jobs, all of the assignments they have filled with uh, capable, trained, ready, and able people. Uh, the Air Force is short about uh, 2,000 members in the regular force, about 500 in the reserve force, and that's going to have an impact on its uh, ability to roll out new aircraft. The government decided to buy 88 new F-35, their Generation 5, the latest fighters, the same planes that our allies are flying, and, uh, you know, of course, you need to staff uh, these fighters with uh, mechanics with pilots, with uh, everybody to make them run. So they're looking to uh, figure out a way to attract more people into the Air Force. It's not a new problem, John, but it's certainly getting worse. Yeah, because we have been short personnel for a good long time, and good economic times are sometimes rough for the military because bad economic times have people thinking, you know, well, if I enlist, I'll make a decent salary, so maybe I'll do that. Yeah, and the Air Force in particular has always had problems with pilots, both attracting them and retaining them, because quite frankly, you can make a lot more money as a pilot for Air Canada than you can as a pilot for the Canadian Air Force. And so they they have a, a problem with the back end. It's not, never in the military is it just a recruiting problem. It's always also a retention problem, especially with technical trades. But pilots, they come in, they get trained up to fly the latest uh, aircraft, and, uh, you know, then it's always, it's an easier job and it's a lot more money uh, to get wooed away to the airlines and right now across the world there is a global shortage of uh, commercial qualified pilots so the competition is fierce so do we have any strategy here that's a good question. I mean, the military keeps trying to look at uh, in the you know across the whole Canadian forces. They're looking at well, you know, maybe if we let people grow their hair longer, maybe if we let them express some more individuality with their uniforms, that would help. Uh, I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem with the military is you want to attract people who want to be fighter pilots, who want to work on the best, highest tech planes. Uh, now that we've got a plan to procure these brand new fighter planes. The first ones will arrive in three years. Uh, that will make it a more interesting job. Nobody joins the Air Force to fly, you know, Grandpa's airplane. And so, you know, the newest kit will make it more attractive. But it's also a mindset. And what's missing in the Canadian forces across Army, Navy, and Air Force is a mission. They don't do things. Strangely enough, shooting down weird things over the sky and actually defending Canada, that will attract people to do that. Because if you're just training all the time, you don't 
don't have anywhere to go, you don't have anything to do, that gets boring really fast. Okay, well, just before I let you go, I wanted to see if you had any special insight into this particular situation where, if I understand it correctly, we were able to detect an incursion into Canadian airspace, but we ended up relying on the Americans to take care of it. Yeah, I don't think we have the right. If they want to do, if they want to engage these objects from a distance with missiles, uh, the missiles on aircraft typically are attracted to heat or uh, magnetism or something like that, radar, and they may not. Our missiles, I don't think, are able to shoot down a balloon. We could go in and shoot it down with guns, uh, but uh, fighter pilots generally like to stay further away from the bad guys and sort of overreach them. And so the Americans have a new type of missile. Canada hasn't got it yet, which obviously can identify, lock onto something as uh, sort of diaphanous as a balloon. Thanks a lot for this. Good to have you. Take care, John.